Are we recording on this? This is the Juice Box with episode 37. We're finally all back in the booth, all four of us. It's been a very long time. Should be a good time. Big Zar, what's going on? What's going on, fellas? Oh, just chilling, my man. Dude, I mean, the lights are on. We're down in the basement. All four of us are here. Times are good, but times are different now. Yeah, Yeah. they are completely different than a few months ago. Very different time. I mean, with with the corona, with everything else that's going on, like, it, it's just, it's good to be back. It's good to have some sort of normalcy back in my life. Yes, you put it very well. Yeah, weird times are going through here on planet Earth, but we're just going to keep pushing. Weird times at Ridgemont High. And I don't know if you guys heard, I was listening to Joe Rogan, and he said that. Oh, shocker. Yeah, shocker, right? Nick Swartzen texted him and said that there have been insane UFO sightings in Idaho this past week. I just think the aliens are ready to just come down and be like, man, y'all are fucking up too bad and just about to create peace. We're about to squat up with the aliens. You know, it's crazy. Um, Nothing surprises me when I hear anything anymore, which it's kind of like in a weird way. I I don't think I talked about it on here. I was just talking about it before. Like, it makes me stress and just worry about stuff way less because it's like you have so much shit. It's like, why why even worry about anything? Like, shit's just going to happen. You know what I mean? No, I mean, I, th- I think, like, at this point in the in the human race, I'd say that we've kind of experienced everything we can short of an actual, like, What's the word I'm looking for here? Not, like not Armageddon, apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah, like nothing. Like that's about the only thing that we haven't experienced yet. Well, it, it the crazy thing is, is that when you look back in history, stuff like this has happened before. But it's just wild to think that since we've all been alive, we've only really had like a couple things up until now that have. That we've lived through, like, historically, I feel like. Like, 9-11, of course, was the big one. The stock market and housing thing in 08 or whatever. And then, I mean, H1N1, I don't even remember being that big. But then now you have all this going on. And it's just, I, I don't know. It's it's crazy to think that we're living through a history book lesson that they'll be getting taught 30 40 50 years down the road it it i don't know it's it's insane yeah that that's the part that's kind of wild to me and as weird as this is to say like 
there's something just slightly exciting about being able to tell younger generations of how it was back you know, in my cause day because we, we lived through it. You, you know what I mean, though. Yeah. Like, obviously, I'm not excited about everything that's been happening. Yeah. Like, but there's something about that where you know we're experiencing so much, and we'll be able to to share that with younger generations, yeah, like sure. our children, for sure. Tiggy Nation, what's up with you, man? Give us a little update on your life. What's up? It's been it's been a while since I've been on the mic. I think it's been almost a, almost a month. But um, yeah, so it's been good. Last week, I actually went down to North Carolina for a bachelor party weekend extravaganza. So that was cool to get out of the house, and that was probably the first time I've drank in probably two months or so. I feel like Bud Light if, oranges. Uh, actually, no oranges. A lot of Bud Lights. Um, couple mix here and there. Oh yeah. Truly, lemonades were um, were divulged dude they're 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 good i mean they're they're just legit they are really good especially after you've already you know had the initial four or five and it just you're just drinking straight sugar lemonade it's delicious yeah it is delicious it can end your night real fast though yeah you got that's what you got to be careful with all these seltzers i swear yeah one thing i kept doing i kept drinking a lot of water i was hydrated a lot dude um, that's the key yeah i mean it's so it's so simple to to say it but it's so true though because i will do that now like before like i wasn't paying attention like football tailgates and shit i wasn't paying attention to drinking water but it's so true like if you drink you can literally drink like throughout the whole day if you just know how to pace yourself and just drink some water throughout the day eat some meals too yeah yeah like well and i mean definitely eat but there's something about the vibe that you were at because Correct me if I'm wrong, but your guys' house that you were staying at, you could see the lake, right? Yeah, we were right on the lake. Yeah. And oh, there's yeah. there's something about just that vibe oh, where yeah. you're sitting and can just see like a big body of water to where alcohol just feels like it needs to be in your body. Yep, I hear you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Rather than a choice, it's like a necessity. And just having like that, just like a big body of water just on hand like that is just changes the whole trip, honestly. Like, if we were, like, a couple streets over, it still would have been nice. Yeah. But just at any time, you can just go on, take a dip, bring, mm-hmm. a, bring a couple beers, just, you know, relax, float on down the lake. It's awesome. Like, it's, yeah. all, it's all the difference, for yeah. sure. So that that yeah. was huge. I've been running a lot, too, like crazy. I've been running a lot, trying to stay in shape. And uh, what was it? Tomorrow, actually. Well, tomorrow we're recording this Friday. Saturday will have been, like, the Palmer 5K Memorial, it's unofficial because, you know, we can't – I don't think they can actually have a 5K yep. now. So I think it's just going to be the uh, family. Okay. But I was just shit-talking Thomas Stanley. Shout-out Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I always send him my, my run times, and I'm like, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there for the Palmer 5K. And he's like, no, I don't think we're going to have it. This is like weeks ago and stuff. I'm like, well, I'm just going to show up because I, I need to reclaim my medal that I won. So I'll be there tomorrow morning. I might fa- I made Instagram live it. So if you're on Instagram, maybe you saw it. But I'm big favorite to win. So I will reclaim my medal. Wait, so you won last year? I won last year for my division, yes. Hell yeah. There was a few, like, 13-year-old girls that beat me. But that's fine. Yeah, it happens. So, yeah, Dude, it, was, it was 21 to 25 male. So Isn't that crazy, though? Why can little kids just fucking – because when I ran a 5K for work a couple – I don't know, two years ago now, it was the same thing. The little kids just – they just fly by. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, literally, like, 12-year-old kids just kill everybody. They just got all that energy, man. Yeah. It's something I think about all the time. It's like, man, like, 
you know how it was when we were little kids. You could spend like 12 hours outside in a day. And in that day, you're, you would have played like 10 games of pickup football, games of wiffle ball, fucking riding bikes, like all the shit just all one day. Like if I did that today <laughs> to yeah. like tomorrow, about two hours into it, I'd be like, I have to go sit on the couch. No, and, yeah. And dude. watch some Netflix to recuperate. Dude, but, I'm tired after work just from yeah. hanging up signs and shit all day. Well, Which that, it's, you know, you you get it, too. I know. Like, it's like you get home and you're just like, geez, and driving I'm fucking too, Like, driving around wears on you. But, like, what what's weird to me is it it feels like it should be the other way. Like, with anything, you always work to get better. Like... You start at something, and then as you go on, that attribute or whatever increases. It's weird when you're little, you have the most energy in the world, but the older you get, it goes down a notch. You you would think it would be the other way around, and th- that's right. what's weird. I think what it comes down to, it's like, because what I always think, too, is like, well, how do we see some of these professional athletes that play up until they're like 40? So it's just all about ma- maintaining it, which most of us here didn't do. We had a, we hit a, a peak in college where, you know, we were partying too much or this and that. You just get out of of being active some of as us much never as did. you were. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, and it's like now in our late 20s, it's it's hard to get back to it. But yeah. but not saying that we can't. Yeah. If we really put our minds to it, we could get back in some pretty good shape. Yeah, I'm sure. honestly, Tiggy Nations inspired me a little bit to start running again. I used to run all the time. Um, I would love to start running again. It's one of those things, which maybe it's different for everybody. It's definitely hard to get in that habit of doing it. But once you do it, it's like it. it on, well, I mean, I guess it's just like anything else. It just becomes easier once you keep yeah. doing it. Yeah, Natural absolutely. running, though. Yeah, you texted me like a couple weeks ago, and you're like, "How far do you run?" I I say I say you like, some days I run this, some days I run that. Just depends, like just in my neighborhood and stuff like yeah. that and stuff. So, I'm glad we're having this conversation. Yeah. I hope you do take take that take that leap. Yeah, see, that's I think I'm gonna go tomorrow on the trail. That's what I want to do though is run, actually like outside. I've just been running on the treadmill, and like there's something I think maybe I even talked about this already, but like there's something unnatural about running on a treadmill. It it's awkward. It doesn't hurts my, feel hurts right. My legs. It hurts. Yeah, like yeah. Y- you just got to go out and actually do it. The shit's uh, wobbling from your body weight and stuff. Yeah, it feels unstable. It's just it's like unnatural. I don't like it, and I always I find it painful halfway through the run. Like I'll run two miles on the treadmill. Two miles. I say that in quotations because I don't, I don't know how accurate those fucking things are. Yeah. And it's like, man, I'm in pain. Like well, it, and I, I feel like I wouldn't be in pain if I was just running out in my neighborhood or something. Yeah, and I feel too like as everybody can see, like I'm not the healthiest person, but <laughs> I feel like one, once you get running, it's like one of those things that seems to be very addicting. Like, once you get good at it and, like, you know that you can go run two, three, four, five miles, it's like something your, – your mind trains you that you need to do it, I feel like. And, and not a lot of things that are tough, I feel like, are like that. You have to go force yourself to go. But, it, I mean, I running – I always see the same people running back and forth. So, I, I don't know. I, I feel like that's, like, an addictive workout. So, runner's high. Isn't that what they say? Yeah, I think we actually talked about this yeah, maybe on an did. episode a long time ago. But, yeah, like, you know, it's cliche, the runner's high, you know. But after you like, get done working out or you, you, you get a sense of, like, accomplishment and your heart's pumping and you just feel better overall, you yeah. know. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Now, let me – I, I want to reel it back real quick because you were just at a lake. So let me ask you this because I imagine you've been to a beach before, right? Yes. Are you a lake vibe guy or are you a beach? Because you always have that body of water, but there's definitely pros and cons for both. So what what are you? Are you a laker or a beacher? So laker. I would preface this with saying we, we did have – we had um, some pontoon boats for just one day. Okay. For one day. But I'm going to answer the question as if we had pontoon boats at all times. That's At perfect. the disposal. We had pontoon boats, tubes, everything. So we had the works. Had a lot of fun on the lake. We couldn't find Party Cove, but we did find a cove, and I think we brought the party. <laughs> it was always inside of us. Love it. But to answer the question, I am uh, a 1,000%. Because last year, actually, we had a family vacation, and we stayed um, right on the beach as well. So I've done both, and I'm 100% a beach guy. A beach yeah. guy. Okay, we got we to gotta have everyone's answer here yeah. now. I 100% can agree with you. Yep. Because... There, there, there's something about because you can get in a lake, you can get in a beach, but there's something about when you're when you're sitting on the sand by that water versus sitting on like a dock or a grass by that water. Being in the sand, I feel like that's a vibe in itself. Like water itself is great, but just putting your ass in the sand and digging your feet, crushing just fucking seltzers and just. Pissing in your chair if you want to, if you're by water. It's just incredible. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it, it, it's incredible. 100% a beach guy. I'll have to admit, when we went to the lake in Tennessee last summer, I mean, I loved it. It was awesome. Something, we were just, our, our place was on the water, but we were like back in the trees and it was just super private and relaxing, which that's what I liked about it. Um, but I'm always picking the beach, but it's weird. Sometimes when I think about it, I I don't just like the beach for the beach, if that makes any sense. Like, I'm such a, when we go to the beach, I wake up earlier than I ever normally do and just go sit on the balcony or the deck, drink my coffee, maybe go for, like, a walk, something like that. And that that's the aspect, like, that I truly, truly f- freaking love about going to the beach. I don't know why, but it's just very... uh. You know, it just puts you in a different mindset, and just you're just like at ease. You know, that's so. There's my answer. Yeah, I feel that. But see, I don't like sand. It's it's coarse and rough and irritating, <laughs> and it gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. No, I'm just playing. That's that's I'm quoting my boy Anakin there from Star <laughs> Wars. Yeah. But I, I'm a hundred percent a beach guy. He's and not I, the chosen and one, I by the way. Always have been. Excuse me. Just kidding. Go ahead. Sorry. I I'm a hundred percent a beach guy. I always have been. Like. That is, like, I consider it my second home, basically. I, I it's It's been, a, like, it's, like, a part of the culture of my life, the beach. Yeah. I'm with you. Like, it's it's everything. It's not just being down in the sand yeah. by the water, which is great. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, everything. Sitting on the balconies. It's a different air, like that salt yeah. air. Con- like, constant breeze all the time so wherever you're at. And it, it's one of... I, I've been on vac. I've been lucky to go on vacation to a lot of places around the country, but there's something about when you go to a beach that you like that just resets your mind, and like you're just so calm. And then you get to go home, you get to take that back home, and it lasts for a while. It does. It's therapeutic. It it, a- it absolutely is. And it, it it just it does something for me personally where like when I go sit on the beach for even 
one or two days, but a week preferably. When I come home normally, like, yeah, you worry about work. Everybody does. But your your brain is just so relaxed. It's relaxed. And there's something, too. I love taking uh, night walks on the beach. I don't know about you guys, but it's one of my favorite things to do. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it hits, like, about 10 o'clock. And you just walk down there. You just take a nice walk to, like, the nearest pier and back. You don't even need a flashlight. A lot of people are out there with flashlights. I'm just chilling you know, hanging with the shadows in the darkness, just walking. Yeah. You know, it just I feel feel, it feels good. Like the, like the cold, like when the sand's cold and not steaming hot, it feels great to walk in. Like yep. all, you know, in, in the day too, it's great. You and know, even but. like no, I'm with you because even when you go down, right when the the sun's not beating on the sand, like a six or seven, and you sit your sit down in the sand, it it chills you out. I'm, yeah. I'm with you, it, and it's. It's just a, it's a crazy experience, and to just think, you know, you just look. You look out, and you know that there's so much stuff out there that we just have no idea. No idea. Yeah. We could get into this ocean talk, which we've done several times before, about how just mysterious the ocean is. But does anyone have, like, I, I want to stay on the beach for a second just because we brought it up. Does anyone have, like like special family beach games or anything like that you play on the beach you guys oh, do anything okay, like yeah. unique like so, that yeah so um we've gone to vacation family vacation with the plevas for a long time now and we always play on the beach um bocce yeah and that's just so you fun. know it's and i only play that game at, at the, beach. the beach like i never play it any other time that's always a fun game we like to play and then we we started playing the um, the speak out game with the mouthpieces. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not on the beach, but like it. Yeah, you know, that's, that's a fun game. Yeah. What's the game for those at home that have no idea what you're talking so about? So speak out. It's like you have the big mouthpiece in where your mouth's open super wide. So like you the can't, thing. It's like at a dentist so, office. So you can't talk. You can't hardly talk. And then you have a card where you're supposed to read a phrase and the. Everyone's supposed to guess what you try to say, and it gets really fucking funny. It's fun. I've played that a few times. My family, we play this game. It's funny you brought bocce ball because that's what I wanted to bring up. So I assume you play where you throw the white ball, and then whoever gets closest. That's what we used to do. And we saw this family one time. This was like 20 years ago. I was young. We saw this family. They waited till the tide went down. So, like, you know how when the tide goes down, there'll be a part of the beach that's, like, just slanted upwards. Mm -hmm. So what they would do is... You know, the beach is slanted like this. They draw a line back here where you would stand, right? Everyone gets two bocce balls. And further down, they'd dig like three or four holes in succession. And then you roll the bocce ball and you play the slope. So it goes up like this and oh, rolls down. Cool. And each hole is worth points. So that's we play cool. like 10, 20, 30, 50, or sometimes we put 100 one, like even further down. We draw a scoreboard in the sand so much fun like we just call it bocce yeah because we use bocce balls but obviously i know it's not actually how you play bocce but so much fun like and it gets you know it gets competitive and but in a fun way you know what i mean well dude i remember me and michael created like a cornhole bocce mixed game with a golf ball oh wow yeah what we did is we made like three holes in the sand kind of like in a triangle form and then like a big moat, moat thing yeah. in the back and we played it to where you could either like toss the golf ball or roll the golf ball and and it was 
I, I guess bocce really wasn't in it, but it was more of like a cornhole with the little golf game mm-hmm. with the golf ball. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Yeah, and people cool. were walking by. They're like, "What are you guys playing?" And yeah. we would explain it. It like games like that where you only have those moments at specific places, and those pl- those places are the beach. That's what we're talking about now. And it, it's fun. Like it's a, it's a those are memories that you always remember. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. I always like that because that happens to us too. Like families or, or people, yeah. watch, especially like little kids, they'll be so intrigued. They'll be like, "Oh, what? Are, like, what are they playing?" Yeah. Like sometimes we'll just let people play <laughs> with us. And it's like, yeah, it's just fun, man. It's yeah. good atmosphere. But no, uh, wait, dude, I was just gonna see if take you anything special. Oh, um, well, I'm a big like body surfer guy. I'll just crash into the waves, mm. and I'll just jump into it and just Fuck yeah. try to fight the ocean, oh, which, of course, I'm, yeah. always, I'm still yet to win, but I'm getting close. Jake knows oh, dude, I that. I love that, that yep. shit. Yeah. That, but um, there's another game we played at the lake, too, and um, we, we tried to play at the beach, but the last beach we went to last year was just so windy that week that we couldn't do it. But you do these, like, big poles in the sand. And you put bottles on top. And yeah. Oh, like yeah. Beer. oh, yeah. yeah we played that before. That. That's fun. We used yeah. to play that at Greg's all the time. So that's fun. Like, it's awesome Frisbee. And for those at home, you know, you put these poles and you have bo- uh, beer bottles on top. And you throw a Frisbee back and forth. And you get different points for knocking over the bottle, right. or knocking, can- knocking the pole. And, like, the other team has to catch it. If they don't catch it, that's a point right. for the other team and stuff. And you play it at 21. Game. That's, that's an awesome game. Yeah, yeah. We, we've played that a lot at Jambo. Well, yeah, and, but we did it a little. We put the cups I was going to say, we, we used upside-down solo cups okay. on the top of the pole. So what Same would, thing. That's probably safer. Yeah. Well, what would <laughs> right. happen? Yeah. What but I played with bottles. Two is the cup would just shoot up for how light it is, and it would give you such a chance to catch it with one hand. So that's what made it yeah. extreme, too. That's that's true. The cup has a different factor because, like you said, it's so light that it can shoot up, and, and like people are trying to make diving plays. Normally, it, when you play at the bottle, it's just staying in that vicinity yeah. there, dropping because it's heavier. But, yeah, with the solo cup, it's a lot of fun, a lot, well, a lot of fun. Now that we're on this conversation, I would love to hear your guys' answers on this. Tig, we'll just start with you and go around like we did. What's your favorite drinking game? Ooh, um, back in my younger days, it was definitely beer ball. Okay. Beer ball is my, like, probably my all-time favorite just because of how competitive it is. And it's, it's a game where you get drunk when you win. You yep. know, all the other games, like, oh, you're not trying to win. Right. So that would be, I would say, in a younger age, if it goes back around and it's not picked, I will say my now, what I like to play. Okay. So, like, I want to say beer pong because I love playing beer pong, but the older I've gotten, the most fun that I have is when is when we have, I don't know if I've ever played with you, but beer die. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. We play that at Jambo all the time. Oh, I played that at Jambo. That's a we, lot of fun. We played that at Alex's ba- bachelor party, and, dude, uh, that game is so fun, a too. A lot of fun. Have you ever played that, Tig? I'm trying to think. Uh, so, trying to explain it real quick. Yeah, so for everybody at home, you have your your cups like normal, and then what you do is you throw the dice up in the air real hard, but you want to hit the other side of the table where the line is, and it goes down, and you have to catch it with one hand if it falls off the table or if it lands on a number. That's how many seconds you have to drink. Okay. And you can throw up the dice, land it in the cup, and then it's like chug the cup right. like all those other games. I used to play a kind of a variation. We would call it like football. And we would have just two ends, and you kind of like push it almost like paper football. Okay. Honestly, cool. And there's a half line. And when you finish a beer, you could use it as like a blocker and stuff. 
So there's kind of variations. I played like variation of that. I, yeah. I have a quick side story about beer die uh, Jambo. So it was the year Jason Aldean was going, and so we were, you know, jamming out to Jason Aldean. We were, me and Chance were partners, and we played. For you guys don't know Chance, you know he was our former guest. But anyway, we were playing, and <laughs> he like did something good in the game, and he just like put like the the rock on symbol up and screamed, fired up, and let them horses sing. <laughs> and I can see him doing and that. And literally for years, any time that song comes on and that part we all fucking scream wait that's what started yeah. the whole thing yeah well you know when the song comes on and we're all like fired up let them horses sing so it's that, because of that oh my yeah. gosh that's <laughs> Dude, great it's, it, oh, it's just a funny funny story but i'm a big um flip cup guy flip cup's fun yeah it's I, classic yeah Facts. i like simple games and that's very that's about as simple as they come so i like that one a lot you, you know can get really fucked up off. Yeah, of oh, yeah I, I get probably that's the probably the drunkest I get off of drinking games. Besides, sure. what I'm gonna say too is it was the same as Tiggs. But have you ever speaking of uh, flip cup? You ever like you'll be playing games of flip cup, and then like you'll be playing game after game. Then members of your team start to drop out. They're like, oh, I don't want to play anymore. I don't want to play anymore. Then you you take on like three cups. Yeah, you're like. Okay, I'll just I'll just do three then for my team. I'll cover it. I'll cover it. I like one time, and I think it was when we were up at uh, when we went to see Garth Brooks last May. Were you with us on that? I, I didn't go. I was to Garth, okay, huh? so I ended up covering and played like five on one, and like was this close to to beating everyone by myself. And like I remember the feeling in my stomach after that one round of playing five on one, and I was like. I'm going to fucking yak. Like, <laughs> I didn't, but it just was so heavy on my stomach doing five flip cups in a row. Well, dude, it's so funny because in your head, when you make, you think you're making the best decision, you're like, fuck it, dude. I'll crush these three or four cups until people come and start playing. Five games yeah. go by, and then you're trying to, like, just stand up. You're yeah. like, this was a terrible yeah, like, this idea. This was the, the worst decision I've ever made. <laughs> but I, my first memory, speaking of the beer die game, was that same year you're talking about, Jason yeah, Aldean and Jambo, probably was, yeah. up on your little corner campsite. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, I think, I swear to God, I think uh, Jacko was my partner for a lot of the games. That was the first time Hell, I ever played that game. Yeah. I might have been playing. We might have been playing, you guys. You could have been. Because uh, I remember that was the year where you had that corner campsite. Mm-hmm. Other people we know had the one right down from you yeah. and then i yeah, had the campsite right. even right down that's so we right. had we had it's three basically the whole that whole right line there. of people See, there that, was that's when i retired i think you were there that year though i think because oh, really? we're talking what this was three years ago oh now. yeah was, i was there yeah, for Jason it would have been your last year before retirement oh yeah are you sure i don't think you were i i don't know i might not have been maybe, maybe not i don't know maybe not but we also used to play a really really gross game we called it the the bowl game. The Ugh. bowl game. So we played at Greg's on our greasy fucking coffee table. We'd get a, a bowl from the kitchen, just any bowl you could do it. This is so gross. And whoever was playing, we would have like 10 to 12 people playing. Ew. I already think I know this is going to I may involve. have explained it before, but I'll explain it again. So it didn't matter. Whatever you were drinking. So if I was drinking a seltzer, you were drinking wine. Jake was drinking beer. Tig was drinking uh, fucking ever clear Most of you had to pour it in the, the bowl, bowl. <laughs> oh. and then everyone put their finger on and you'd count down three two one and then you either kept your finger on the bowl or lifted it up 
and you had to guess how many fingers remained on the ball. And, and then if you guessed the right number, you were out, which is good. And the last person to be on there had to drink the bowl. Oh, my God. We used to play. We, we were on that for a while, and it's just a very it's a gross game. That's, That's disgusting. <laughs> That's an awesome game. And I don't want to, like, you don't have to play it with a bowl. Like, we did it at the beach. That was, like, our pregame game. And we would just, we called it just fingers. Yeah, yeah. And you would just count it. And we just played with, like, I don't know, like, like a third of a beer in there yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And just whoever's the last one would have to drink that and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, get you real fucked up real quick. Mm-hmm. You're, just, yeah. you're just slugging It's them. a fun game, too, yeah. So, so, go ahead. Go ahead, no. Okay, so for me... <laughs> for you me, go. Fine. For me, uh, I'm with Tig. My favorite game all through college and everything was beer ball. I, the first time I played beer ball was poolside at senior week. First time introduced to it, never played it before, and I just fell in love with it because of the competitive. I'm a very competitive person, and how competitive those games would get. And I have a distinct memory of throwing a beer ball tournament in your first apartment down in Morgantown. Oh, I remember. And we had a lot of teams. I mean, like a lot of people. We that apartment was small, man. Well, and, and we packed into it. But remember, that was after we had everything moved out, so the living room was clear. Oh yeah, that's and, true. It was towards the end of the year, wasn't it? Yeah, and we had. I mean, there were a decent. There were like Marshall County teams, and there was a couple. There was a lot of people that played. And it, that and got very competitive, it, though. The championship game was like hateful. It was. <laughs> it was me. It was me and Ty. Tyler Jaginski versus Joel and Jacko championship game. And we ended up winning, but it was over like very controversial. And like words were said, like it was, it was nasty. It was just a nasty game the whole time we were talking shit. And I know what it stems from because a week prior to that, (laughs) there's a backstory, there's a backstory (laughs) a week prior to that. Ty and I were also playing against Jacko and Joel in beer pong at uh, Joel's apartment. And we were all fucked up, and and they beat us or something, and I was pissed. So I said they wanted to leave or something. There was a party going on somewhere. And I was like, no, let's play another game. And I was like, and I'm going to put up my whole bag of of marijuana on the line for the game. <laughs> and they're like, okay. They're like, well, okay, we'll do it. And they beat us again. <laughs> and I had to give them my whole bag. And I was pissed, and we almost got into a fight over it because I was like, no, actually, I think I'm just going to keep it. Because I wasn't, like, serious. And they're like, no, you're going to fucking give it to us. And, like, so there, w- there was already this hate spewing. Like, a friendly hate. We're all friends. You know yeah. what I mean? So this beer ball tournament rolls around. And we get to the championship game. And it's us versus them in a beer ball. And, like, it was fucking heated. It was a bloodbath. Like, so heated. And I don't know if you remember how Ty and I used to play. How we'd get low. Oh, I remember. How can I forget? Like, everyone made fun of us for that style. Big but defensive team. Huge <laughs> defensive team. Like, We'd be so quick with the snag and hit the table or whatever. Or sometimes we play the cup. Well, cup's hard, and that's cup why is hard. my strategy would never work against you guys because I never perfected the fucking chuck the ball into the can and it go everywhere. I remember I used to go. lob. Yeah. So I always lob for the top of the can because if you hit it right, it fucking it will shoots. Go. Yeah. And that's why I mean I was never that good. I love beer ball. But I was never that good at it because you either figured out my strategy early and I was eliminated or we would smoke you because the ball would go so far and it would be over. Tell you, it would be great 
great entertainment for this uh, barbecue fest we're going to have oh, July yeah. 22nd. Mm. Beer ball tournament. Beer ball tournament. Out there, outside oh, in the big yes. backyard. I'd be so fucking yeah. down for a beer ball tournament. Yeah. Dude, I haven't played it since we were in Pittsburgh last April. Dude, and we got a stage if somebody wants to come and perform. We have a n- new deck out there oh now. We can God, make it as a right. stage. You haven't seen the deck yet, have you? He was. I was out there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you you do basically have a stage. Yeah, so. We got to get a band. And it's so funny because, like, <laughs> we I should start a band. <laughs> I never. <laughs> I never realized it would have that stage presence until I stepped up on it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, dude. Dude. Okay, we're doing this. It's happening. <laughs> I know it's been in our Google Docs for months now, but, uh, Juice Box Barbecue Fest, but it's happening. Worst case scenario, we'll just buy some good barbecue from yeah. uh, Country Roast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think, I, honestly, I think that, that'll plan. be the route we take. We're just going to do a, uh, an old-fashioned barbecue kickback with a beer ball tournament. And, Hell the, yeah. and a live band in the background. Hell yeah. Hell yes, brothers. But I have an update to one of my blog posts that I wrote months ago about my seltzer rankings. I had this week, I was on the road with my boss, and he lives up in PA, and he has New York in his territory, so he has all those stores that have alcohol in it. He got Labatt Blue now has a seltzer. Oh, Tried it. It's incredible. Canada. Very good. But the Corona Seltzer is going to take the cake for me. I saw that advertised in like a store I was at. Is that the oh. Refresca? No, no, no. This is something brand new. That's Fresca. Yeah, that's oh. Fresca. It, it's Corona Seltzer. Oh. Huh. It's only 90 calories and has like zero carbs. The only downfall is the alcohol level is four and a half. But let's be real. Chugging these 5% seltzers sometimes get you in trouble. Isn't no, that I mean, the same absolutely. as Natty? Four and a half? I think beers Nat- are like 4.2. Four four I thought they were 4.9. Natty Ice, I think, is 4.9. No, Natty Ice is like 6, is it not? <laughs> Might be 10. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, my grandpa was drinking Milwaukee's Best at my cousin's. The no, so terrible. The he was drinking the Beast at my cousin's gender reveal, which it was a dude, and I'm pissed. I wanted another little girl, but that's besides the point. <laughs> but, I mean... I saw that can and just flashbacks of that just being the alcohol that you bought because it was like 10 bucks for 24 beers. Isn't that what Hank always drank? Yeah. Dude. yeah. Dude, I remember I came so down gross. when I was a senior. Fuck Kansas. Yeah, it was that time, and we were all drinking Milwaukee's. Ugh. Ugh. Shit is fucking nasty. There's, two, there's Milwaukee's Best and there's Milwaukee's Best Ice, too. There's an ice version of that, right? Yeah. And it's disgusting. It's yeah. so bad. It's literally making Ma- my Ima- stomach Imagine hurt. the hangover on those puppies. Imagine having to play Edward 40 Hands with two uh, Milwaukee's best ices that were room temperature. Because I had to do that. It was, <laughs> was disgusting. Say, it's did it you was kn- disgusting. Did you know Pickles has the the big bottles yeah. of Bud Light and yeah. Miller Light now? Yep. Did they always? They always, had, they always at least had the Bud Light ones. They have Miller Light ones now because I... Went, I took a jaunt, nice jaunt there again the other day, and I had one. A jaunt? Yeah, nice jaunt. That's a nice word, right? Yeah, I think. I, I always thought it had a different meaning. Quick yeah, me jaunt. Too. Like, I took a quick <laughs> jaunt. Like, maybe I'm wrong. Never been that uh, articulate with my words. Dude, but when I was, I was traveling for work this week, I never noticed how many turtles the state of West Virginia has. Mm, turtle. When I when I was driving back <laughs> roads, 
All of these little turtles yeah. were literally Time on out, the side Jake. of the Hold your story. Jaunt, noun, a short excursion or journey for pleasure. Perfect okay. usage. Uh, Perfect usage, crushed, I might add. Crushed it. Okay, I don't know where we came up with that word then, but. Yeah. Continue on about the turtles. Yeah, well, no, dude, I was I, I was just thinking, like, I don't ever remember seeing a lot. Like, I've seen a couple turtles in my life in the wild. But there was so many times where I'm driving these backwoods in, like, middle West Virginia, and they're just chilling on the side, side of, the of the road. Yeah. You do see them quite a bit, man. I don't know what it is either. I've, I've found a couple turtles, like, big-sized turtles in my woods behind my house, like, throughout the years, like, my child and everything. Yeah. But one specific memory, like, when we got the bad floods around here, I think that was, like, 2005. 2004, 2005. 2004, 2005. Alden and I found a... Big ass turtle, dude. I found a freaking crayfish. Really? I swear to God, up when it was real, because it oh, got yeah. real bad right here. Me and my dad were walking from the hill down here. Yeah. And I saw, a fr- I swear, a freaking crayfish or whatever on the sidewalk. Like a big ass one. Yeah. I was, we were like, what? It like was so weird. They are know. around here because we, we, we used to go uh, salamander hunting. There's a there's a stream that runs through my woods back behind my house and actually uh, eventually leads into a pretty sick waterfall that, like, you just wouldn't think is back there, you know? And we used to go searching for salamanders, and we'd find some, some crayfish. Yeah. 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 Well, now I wanted to ask you, too, now that the new episode of uh, Midnight Gamer's out. It's not out. Oh yeah, yeah it is. Li- it, yeah, you're right. Sorry, it's how, Friday right now. How did the uh, how'd the first recording go? It went well. Um, it was like I said. It was just it was ref- it was just cool, but refreshing to like be able to stay on like one. Obviously, we didn't stay on the same topic, but same general topic. Just being all about video games. It was pretty cool just to just you know give all your opinions just on video gaming and like we had i'll let everyone listen to the episode but we had about four different talking points and then some uh just general gaming news at the end so yeah it was fun man uh it's it's another one of those things where i think it'll continue to get better this first episode you know obviously it didn't like we kill we're so used to being here in the juice box like yep everything goes pretty seamlessly with us now like we don't even think twice about anything it just flows it yeah. just flows. So I'm really looking forward to that point yeah. when we get to that on Midnight Gamer, which I think it'll come. And I already think that first episode was pretty flawless and seamless. We had no hiccups. It, it just went. Well, dude, and, and that's why, you know, Sith always talks about it. But if we really could get him here to live and you guys could do it in person, like. I know. I we, know. We've talked about it a hundred times, just like that person person-to-person energy that you get when you're in the same room dude it's crazy but me and john actually just talked about this on the last tobacco pipe episode it's crazy now how we just sit down and it's just such an easy flowing conversation when nothing wrong with it but before you know we'd have like our whole outline and bullet points and what we wanted to touch on and it's amazing to see us grow now we all come in just excited as fox sit down have no fucking clue what we're gonna say and it just goes it just goes it it, it is uh, obviously like i'll have some things in my head that i want to speak on or something you yeah. know from yeah. from you know the previous week but we don't always get to it but it's, it's like you said we just flow and go with it like everything we've talked about so far tonight 
has like we had no clue that yeah. any of this was gonna come up. Yeah. Like not not at all. None of this was on a Google Doc or anything. We right. just we just went with it. Yeah. So think on that, Dad. Dad. <laughs> no, but I wanted to add this. This is just kind of was on my brain. Remember we were talking our, about our five perfect movies the one time. Yeah. I completely forgot one that I thought of the other day. That is absolutely a flawless movie in my opinion. Okay, wait. So what movie are you removing? I think I had what did I ha- I had uh what did I ha- I had the town Titanic, remember the Titans, um the Dark Knight and then since I can't remember the fourth one it's probably Yeah, it's probably sucks. Yeah, but it's Walk the Line with Joaquin Phoenix. That's a great movie. A great Dude, movie. that movie is so freaking good. Like he's he's such a he has such a wide range. Like it's kind of like the same like you just you believe that it was actually him in the movie. Yeah. I, I would I would say that he's probably like a, a top 5 actor ever. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix, I think he's that good. Yeah, and he he's just done so many different roles. Different, exactly. So dude. I mean, his like range. some guys get typecasted, yeah. and like and Liam Neeson, <laughs> right? Like Ryan, and it, like it sucks Ryan too because he's, I think Liam Neeson's a great actor too. Or like Ryan Gosling, they all kind of play the same. Or even thing. like De Niro, someone like him, dude. I mean, how many mobster roles has he played, yeah. or something similar? You know, a lot of people get typecasted, but I, I will have to agree, like. Joaquin does a lot of just different stuff. It's well, just all so different. One movie of his that I never saw, but I think won a bunch of awards, was that her movie when Scarlett Johansson's like a Siri, Siri type yeah. person on his phone, yeah. and he like falls in love with his phone, and it's Scarlett Johansson's voice. I completely forgot about. I don't that think movie. I ever watched. I've never it. seen it, and I I completely forgot it ever was a thing. Yeah, I yeah, never. It was seen like it. a big deal at the time when yeah. it came out. Yeah, and. The, it's so funny to think how many years ago that came out, how, like, tr- kind of true that stuff's all became. Like, we're so intertwined with our phone. Like, it, it's phone, like, technology, all that stuff. It's like another extended body part now. It's yeah, so weird. it really is. It's almost kind of sickening. It, but you know how we're peace- all guilty of it. Oh, for sure. You know sure. what would be cool to do? Since we were on, the, you know, the beach talk and now we're talking about phones... It would be hard to do. Wouldn't it be cool to like go, like plan a trip, and then you just didn't have your phone with you at all? Yes. How awesome would that? I would be? love that. Because especially during quarantine, like I was like just staring at my I phone. Know. And you'd like, catch yourself all day. Yeah. Like hours and hours. It's like I just want to not have it. I'm still doing it. Here, here you want to know? I, mean, my, I still do it. You want to know my most hated thing I do? I will, I'll wake up and I'll do like it's almost a morning routine. I'll, I'll I'll hit, I'll hit Snapchat, then Instagram, then Reddit, and I'll check my emails. Then it's like I'll go back to Reddit, scroll a few times, exit out, and be like, uh, then within like five seconds, boom, right back on Reddit. Yeah. And I'll do it like fucking five or six times, and I'll I'll be telling myself in my head like, stop, yeah, opening Reddit. There's nothing new to see. But I'll just keep opening it. Dude, I am just sucked in to fucking TikTok. I can't believe it. I, ca- I, I can't I, believe I, that. I can't believe it either. It it really does shock me, but he's not kidding. That's all he does on his phone is watch fucking TikToks. That's it. Well, there's a lot of funny stuff on there, and there's a lot of attractive females on there. 
Yeah. So it's like there's a lot of like I'll have to just show you something when we're done. Like there's this. No re- thanks. No, dude, come on. There's no this. I don't know where this guy's from, but it's just this really big, fat guy, and he'll like, <laughs> he'll just like stare at the camera and just like say foods, and he'll just eat them, and then he'll laugh. He'll be like. That's what I'm talking about. And it's just so fucking like, stupid. Isn't that weird? Like, that's the type of shit that, like... <laughs> that wasn't a great style. Gets, ...gets views, like, dude, these days. I swear like, to, strange dude, things I, to do. I'll watch... I'll show you when we're done, and you're going to be like, this dude is so funny. Dude, it's the most famous TikTok chick is, like, 16 years old. She has over 50 million Who? TikTok... Charlie... Oh. Duh, whatever. And she Big has... Big Addison a, Ray guy. Well, yeah, she's hot, too, but she, uh, well, that Charlie chick, she has over 50 million people that follow her on TikTok and has, like, almost 20 million Instagram followers just from TikTok. And she's only 16. She's 16. You know, like, probably half of those followers are weirdos. Fuck yeah, dude. That's just weird. I yeah, mean, sorry, I, sorry, I... TikTok's a touchy subject. You pinched it. Yeah, no, it's just because it's just weird to me. You like flipped sides. I, I did. I, and remember, I even said that. Yeah, we had an episode where where you you specifically came out in the episode. You're like, you know what? I don't understand. It's TikTok because the ones I would see were just the people doing, which is a is a big part of it. Just the dumbass fucking dances. Yeah, and I'm like, this is so dumb. It's dumb. Like Maria, like just the dumb dances. I'm like, this is dumb. <laughs> but there's just there's just like. There's Vine-esque videos on there that are just funny, like just funny little clips of people I've just, doing. I've yet to see them, and I, I, I probably because I don't have it. I only see the TikToks <laughs> that my girlfriend sends. So maybe she's got bad TikTok taste. Well, Sorry, dude. Shout out Nico, <laughs> but Nico told you and I that TikTok was the future of for music too. It is. Yeah, because somehow they've acquired all the rights or they don't need the rights to play the music and stuff like that. So that's that's why um what the twenty four K golden, yeah. right? Yep. Just popping off and uh that's crazy. I asked my little sister about it because she's like all on TikTok and all about it and stuff. I was like, have you heard this song? And she's like, Oh yeah, I know that song. I was like, is there like a dance for it? It's like, oh no, there's not a dance. I was like, all right, you need to create a dance for this song. Like Mm-hmm. That's exactly. what they should be doing. Like, why? Because you got to think like all these crazy dances. Like, I'm a savage. Uh, yeah, like, like all that. The, like, yeah. who did the choreography for that one time? And now it's a phenomenon. Yeah. You know? Same with like, the uh, the brand I'm new sad. Lamborghini <laughs> fuck cop car. Yeah. That song. It's this one dude. He just made a dance yeah. for it, and now everyone does it. So I'm trying to get my sister to be like, "Hey, you need to create the dance. You need to create a dance and just try and pop off." But like, it's sometimes it's not even full song. It's literally will just be a 15 second like. Mm -hmm. I saw that one thing's real popular on TikTok, and it's literally it's just like a verse, and they loop it. It's a verse from a a King Chip song or Chip the Ripper, same guy, and it's that. What's it? interior crocodile alligator? You heard those yeah, clips yeah. with that in it? Yeah, and I like I think that I was old. They do. I think that was old <laughs> as fuck. Well, that was like on a, a radio freestyle he did. It's not even an actual song or something. Well, and that's what I was listening to something, and it said a lot of older songs are coming back in popularity that weren't <laughs> popular back in the day solely because of TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, I can't believe we're even talking about it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I didn't yeah. mean to. Bring up a touchy subject here. I got a question. I got yes. an answer. So, you know how, like, 
because of this bachelor party, we're all in this huge group chat, you know, like sending money for the boat, yada, 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 you know. And there, there's other people there who I don't know, like yeah. who I didn't know, don't have their phone numbers and stuff like that. You know, so you get the number, but you have your friends in yeah. the group chat. Yep. How is there not an option to fully sync the contacts in the group message to your phone without being like, wait, who's this? Say your name for the number. Shouldn't there be a way to be like, everyone agree so we can all sync our contact information together? Shouldn't that be a thing? You mean like, where, I mean like, you us, mean like four, us four in a group chat, you know, Czar, just me and you know each other. We don't know the Nixon boys. We all go on a party together or something like that. We're all in a group chat. And instead of being like, wait, who's who? Just be like, hey, everyone accept right now that we can all get each other's okay. names connected to yeah. our numbers so we don't, so we know who we're talking to. You know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know? No, I, am I crazy? Smart. No, no. Smart. no, yeah, I actually never thought of that because that would be a very easy thing to do because I know what you're talking about when you're in 10, 20 person group chats and you might know four, five, six, seven people and all these random numbers are just texting and you're like, who the fuck are these people? But is anyone like me where I'm like, I don't give a fuck about the, <laughs> I mean, the I don't no care either, numbers? Yeah. I, you know how many yeah. fucking group chats I've been in with like 20 people? And I don't know half the numbers, and I don't even bother to ask who they are. I'm yeah. like, I don't care. Yeah, it, but, but like, it, I, I get what you're saying. I'm with you, but with that point, too, like, you would think it would just be such an easy thing to do. Uh, yeah, I think it's a great idea. I, like, if only Patented. you worked for, like, Apple or something. Hey, yeah. fucking call that should be yeah, Maybe just an Apple thing. Also, one thing, too, how is there not a screenshot button, too? Well, there what? is. No. No, it's there's a, not. A, yeah, there is. No, no like there's not. There's button. not a screenshot one button. Just one button. There is a yeah. combination of buttons. It's you so hit much harder screenshot. for you to press two. Do you know how many one? times I've tried to take a screenshot and I hit the wrong one on the left and side then you lock by your accident phone? and I lock my phone like a dummy? Well, it's crazy. What phone do you have? Uh, X XR. Okay, so I have the same one. So. It's so much easier than it used to be. Do you guys remember how it used to be? Yeah. You'd have to press the middle button and the top one, so you'd always be like, "Now I can do it with one hand, just pressing both the side buttons." Yeah. Boom. Oh, oh, Screenshot. Nice, nice well, dude, what, what's your what's your guys's? Because I remember when I first <laughs> went to switch to these phones that didn't have a home button. I was like so lost and I clueless, was lost. so scared. Felt like I was like. Going to co- like somewhere again for the first time, like a very nervous feeling. Now I don't even want a button. You on don't my want phone. a button. I, I I very much like the added um, like half inch of screen. Um, I can't for some reason type on this freaking thing. I do I not do, know why. I think I think I this was something I was talking about I, yet I just yesterday. I think iPhones have gotten like their algorithms or whatever have gotten so much worse with typing and auto correction. It will autocorrect words like that are the right word. Like today, I typed in the word yell, and it just autocorrected it to tell. I'm like, no, I typed yell. Yeah. Like, why are you autocorrecting it to tell? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm with you with, like, the technology or whatever, because I feel like now instead of, like, it being an autocorrect, it's more of, like, predictive text. And I hate that. Like, just give me the autocorrect so when I fuck up a word... You change it, but I don't want you to try to tell me what you think I'm fucking saying. I hate it. T9 was nice. 
<laughs> T9, baby. I, to, I, I could sh- never figure it that out. That shit was, like, revolutionary when I found out how to do it. Well, dude, I couldn't imagine. I mean, I know towards the tail end I had an iPhone when I was a senior, but, like, I couldn't imagine trying to text in school with one of these things because I learned T9, and I could you could, you could, do, I could it just do it in my pocket. Yeah. I literally could sit And for the kids at home, T9 is... There used to just be phones with nine. Well, there was ten numbers. There was one through nine, and then a zero. So basically, zero through nine. I could have said, and you literally just had to hit the button so many times to get the letter. Like that's how it. That's how advanced we are now. When we were younger kids, d- dude, we had flip phones without cameras in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. that was only it was only a decade ago too. Really, it, I mean, the iPhone, I think the first iPhone came out. During my senior year, that's ten years ago. Remember, it had the silver back. Yep, the the three right silver or the back three G the iPhone three G. Well, no, there was a first one. It's just called the iPhone, right? And it had a it looked completely different. Yeah, but yeah, I had the the three G. I had the three G. I I slammed about four three Gs in my dorm room. Dude, I broke so many phones there at one point in my life. Oh, I've I've gone through so many iPhones. It's, it's you know sickening. which one I loved was the freaking five C. The color, like oh, I had the, I had the lime yeah. green one. Yeah, I was gonna say I honestly truly think the the best iPhone model there was was the five and the five S. You think? I really enjoyed. Like I liked how it was. It was like not rounded. Remember, it was flat, and like the corners were rounded, but it was flat on the front and flat on the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just it just had a nice feel to it. See, now thinking about it, my favorite iPhone. My my favorite, like, I, I'm excluding the newer ones without the buttons and stuff yeah. like that. But my favorite iPhone, I think, was the iPhone 6. That was, like, the first one where it came out with these rounded sides right, right the here. The first one that's kept this kind of yeah, style. And, and it had, like, the screen got a little bigger yeah. and it gave you more room with the nice button and the Touch ID. But Touch ID was on the 5 and 5Ss, I think, but... I don't know. iPhone 6, I was a big fan of. I, I, I did like my 7 a lot, which was it, the 7 and the 6 were the same thing. Even the 8. The 8 just has the glass where you can uh, wireless charge. Yeah. So I, I do kind of think they've kind of just been like the technology just gets a little too much maybe, if that makes sense. I mean, obviously, these phones are incredible. And the processors, are they're, they're so much faster. Like if we went and used a, a 6 or a 7 nowadays, we'd probably... We'd hate it. We'd hate it, but... For the time, they were great, and, like, we adapt to the times, and, and these phones are great, but I will say, like, I have problems with mine, and I feel like compared to the times, I have more problems with this one than I did with my 7, even though this is still better than the 7. Does yeah. that make sense? Makes like, 100%. I have issues with this one all the time, and it, it frustrates the hell out of me. Yeah, see, I had – see, that's the X. I had the X Max. I loved it. I, I loved yeah. that phone. But then I, I ended up downgrading just to the iPhone 11, and it's the same size as the XR. Right. And I, I think that the – I think it's a 6, 6.3-inch screen. I, I think this size iPhone, little bigger than that one, little smaller than the Max, is like the best fit Perfect. iPhone yeah. that we've ever yeah. had. See, I don't know if I could go bigger than this one. Sometimes I find myself struggling to hit the top apps and stuff. That's why I had to get one of these nice little poppers on the back, you know. The old pops out. But the uh, this I think this is the XS actually. I have the XR. Oh yes, you're right. So yeah, 
Good phone. Good phone. I'm excited. It'll be two years here in September. I get a new phone every two years, so I'll get to get a new one here in September. And I'm excited to see what Apple does with their next one. I can't not get an iPhone these days just because I have a Mac and everything. Like, everything's so seamlessly, like, synced up to each other that, I, you know, and I did have a Droid. I had a Droid for one year. Uh, after I had my iPhone 3G, I went to a Droid, a Galaxy, for a year until I went back to the iPhone. Droids are great. They are. You can do s- some cool stuff on them, but just that you know, integration between Apple models is kind of what draws me in now. Yeah. I I went to a Galaxy two or three times, and I, I'm with you. I, I really – I was a big fan of the Galaxies, the customization, but, like, it's so cool in the beginning – but then after a while, over time, you're like, damn, this isn't a fucking iPhone. They no. suck. Yeah, yeah I, I was going to say. That's what it comes down to. The only thing I, I really, really like, and I don't know, Apple's just being stingy assholes when it comes to this. The The thing I love about the Galaxies and the other droids is that I can get an emulator on there and get all the Pokemon games just right on my I phone. Did. Yeah, and that's Actually, that's legit because you can't do that on here without breaking the rules, and then eventually you'll get caught. Like I was pissed, dude. I had a DS emulator on. I had I used to on my iPhone, uh-huh. and I had the uh, what's the what's the remastered version of Pokemon Silver? Soul, Soul, Soul Silver. Silver. I was like way more than halfway through the game, and then I just woke up one day, and it's like boom, I got that strike by Apple. Like they caught on. If it, I might it, add, Heart Gold and Soul Silver, I think are the best. Best uh, two versions Absolutely. they've made. I agree. You can you, you really throw in a remastered version as the number one? Dude, Heart, it, it's Soul. So I was a big sil- original Silver yeah, guy. Same. And then they came out with Soul Silver, just way better graphics. It it was my favorite one. I guess that makes sense. So what, uh, yeah. now let's talk about that real quick. We'll make it fast. What what are your thoughts on remasters as a whole? Because now this is just popping into my head. I was on a Reddit thread earlier, and I just saw there's a guy just going off on a tangent about how against remastered versions of games he was. And I'm 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 the exact opposite. I don't care. Like remaster one of my favorite games from a ki- like when I was a kid, and as long as it's faithful to the original, I'm gonna love it. I think that's great that we get them on newer systems and yeah. stuff. I love remastered things. Yeah, like Fire Red and Leaf Green were awesome. They were those were awesome. The new Ruby and Sapphire were awesome. I'm trying I mean, to think. I don't know personally if I've ever played a remastered game. O- honestly, like I'm trying to think back because I played all the original Pokemon games, and then I was kind of out of that. Like, I, I mean, I never even played remastered Halo One or Two, but I, I was a big Halo guy. So I, I don't know. I, I think, like, unbiasedly because I haven't done it, but I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, just a way to improve an older game that everybody loved, better graphics, maybe tweak a couple things, make things look a little better because you you basically keep the, you know the the skin and bones or whatever you would say to. The, all together like right. it's not like you're changing it you're just like maybe putting a couple tattoos on yourself or something like that to make it a little cooler yeah i mean like it, it just depends too like the pokemon games those aren't considered multiplayer games so like yeah you can remaster them and you're just playing the story over yeah. but like two examples like gears ultimate edition and modern warfare remastered like that just bring that just gives you the chance where those two games were dead like you couldn't really go back on those and find a multiplayer game anymore they remastered them you bring the whole community back, and you get people playing it again. Like, I don't see anything wrong with that. One thing I would argue is that, like, if it takes resources away from developers, 
for them to create new new titles. New titles. Yeah. Like obviously I'm a big Call of Duty guy. I do not like when they continuously keep throwing in recycled maps like Crash in every single title in which Crash to me is not a very good map in itself. So stop throwing recycled tra- recycled garbage continuously on my face and make some goddamn decent maps for once. I'm with you on that. I see what you mean. I'm, I'm with you, saying. like, if we're talking about maps like that. that They've thrown Crash into how many COD games? I'm so over that map. It's only gotten worse. I, I'm so over that map. It's sickening. If you if you go, I just got r- over quarantine. I got really back into playing Modern Warfare Remastered. There's two versions of Crash on that game. Mm-hmm. So you have twice the chance of playing it in a multiplayer game or match or whatever. So that's frustrating. I was pissed off when they added it to the new Modern Warfare. Didn't like it. And I'm with you. Like, that seems to be the trend nowadays. I don't mean to go on, on a video game tangent because... I have a video game podcast. Hey, shout now. out Midnight Gamer. Shout out every Midnight ni- Gamer. Every midnight on Friday. But it seems to me the trend nowadays with multiplayer games is they are not good at making original maps anymore like they used to be. So you see this and more like very specifically in COD and the Gears of War franchise, dude. You're just seeing maps from the old games just get brought back. And it's like, can you come up with a sick ass map that's original? And, like, creative, like, that you just came up with in the year 2020. Like, please. There was a... there was a. I haven't played Modern Warfare, the newest one, multiplayer in a while. But when I got back on it, like, a month ago, there was a new map that was new for Season 3 that I did enjoy. I thought it was pretty good. I, had to, I can't remember the name. You'd probably know it. Um, I'll try to think. I'll try I, to think. We'll talk after. I though. can't remember the name. But it, that one was actually good. I was pleasantly surprised because I didn't find a lot of the maps that came with it on launch to be that great. It was very so underwhelming. It was underwhelming. But that's my video game tangent. Well, just real quick because I'm just clueless. Why do you <laughs> think that is, though? Like, why do you think they don't? Do you think it's because they know they have the fan base wrapped around their pinky? So regardless what they do, people are still going to... Because you, you would think that you would still try to make that one or two map a year on a game or whatever it may be that just jumps out. Like, why do you think they recycle maps? Well, well why do I think they recycle maps? I think, well, one, it has a lot to do with fan push for it. You'll see it in the forums all the time. Fans are like, oh, man, I wish they'd bring this map back. I wish this, they'd bring this map back. And, like, a lot of times the developers want to listen to the community... So I they do it, it. and like uh, like I said, nothing wrong with maybe bringing back one or two, but like when that's all you're doing is putting old maps in the game, that gets old pretty fast. I feel you, and and especially like Tig said, when it's the same map over and over again, like why is it crash all the time? Like why aren't we seeing like fucking like why Nuke aren't we seeing down. like high rise from mw2 or like strike yeah or like ex- strikes a great map like maps like that it's always just like crash or, or um didn't they just add back lot too they added yeah yeah they have a different back lot one too. which one's yeah. crash is it the airport one no, no that is terminal. that's terminal. very good very i was gonna say map. i loved the airport Dude, T- terminal yeah. I used to throw down. Yeah, that was that's a, like top five map ever. I only played Modern Warfare two, but I that was Modern Warfare. I mean, yeah, it was been, I love that freaking that map. Great map. And then what was the other one? They they added vacant as well with with crash yeah. alongside. And I hate vacant. Vacant's hate that fucking stinks. map. Hate it. 
You, you will, if that map ever comes up, I will back out of the lobby. There I will is quit. the only reason why I like that map for search and destroy is that defense can clearly get to the map, can clearly get to the bombs way ahead of the offense. Yeah, and that's like it makes sense. Right. Where in other search game, other search like offense has like a fifty-fifty chance to get there first, and it's like that makes no sense. Yeah, I, I'm with you. That that's true. You got to also think about how maps play with uh, different game types. So I, yeah. I guess I I'm always kind of just thinking of Team Death, but. That was know. good. That was a good gamer sesh, though. A little little gamer tangent there. Well, is there anything else anybody wants to talk? Pig's got something. I got a um, letter t- letter to the editor. Um, even though not an editor, I guess a letter to the producer for the Juice Box podcast. I got um, I got a teenager here who's looking for some advice. Okay. Sent cool. a little email, and I'll read it here. So, hey, Juice Box gang. I was at a party last weekend after the school dance. Rad, I know, right? The music was bumping, the fruit punch was flowing, and Jessica's body looked rather proportional in her blue capris. Cooper's older brother came in to check on us midway through. Since I was sitting closest to the door, safest spot in case of a fire, I was able to overhear something as they were leaving. Cooper's brother, Zeke, said, These kids are so lame. Ha! Let's go rip this zoot, Chucky. As a struggling teen trying to fit in, what is a zoot, and how many do I need to rip to be cool like Chucky and Zeke? <laughs> Signed, Alvin. <laughs> so do we have any advice for Alvin? Uh, well, sh- should I take this for yeah, you? Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> first, uh, first thanks, Alvin. Yeah, thank thanks, you, Alvin, Alvin for, for messaging in. Uh, there's some <laughs> terms out there. Uh, getting zooted. Uh, ripping a zoot. Um, <laughs> uh, once again, just thanks, Alvin, for this question. Uh, yeah, thanks, Alvin. Stay safe it out can, there, um, I was in a fraternity in college, so I, w- I saw some things and was around some some degenerates. You know, I, d- I wasn't for it. I hated being around it, but I was around it. Um, getting zooted, to me, was always... If you were um, on some Xanax. So there's that. Zooted on some Xanax. But it also was a common term for people snorting cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Basically putting anything up your nose. So, Alvin, I think you're a little too young for that. Judging by the fruit punch flowing at, at the party. And just say no to drugs, man. That's all. That's my advice. Just say no. Well, now I'm sitting here, Alvin. Just say no. I'm sitting here thinking about Alvin, thinking about his situation, what he was going through at that moment. And I can't help but think, Alvin, who are you surrounding yourself with? Yes. You know, like some sometimes, sometimes you think that you're around people that... Like, sometimes you put yourself in situations that you shouldn't be in. And the sooner you realize that, Alvin, the better you're going to be. So just check yourself. Yeah, Alvin. um, My advice here, don't listen to Zeke. He seems just like one of those uh, those bully guys you don't want to mess with. You're not trying to get zooted out here, man. You're too young for that shit. Maybe in a couple years. We, yeah. we can touch on it again. But right now, stick to your fruit punch, my guy. Stick to your fruit punch and... Uh, and don't succumb to peer pressure. Make decisions for yourself. I know it's tough, especially if you're in a room full of people, you know, 
partaking in such activities. But, you know, it sounds, once again, it sounds to me you're a little too young, Alvin. So give it some time where you can make a better educated uh, decision for yourself. And, and once again, peer pressure is a motherfucker. Just fucking don't succumb to it. Alvin, yeah, push Alvin, against it. Alvin, just go hang out with uh, Simon and Theodore and sing yourself a nice Christmas song. Yeah, and Alvin, your brain doesn't even fully develop till you're 25. Yes. Damn. You don't want to ruin that, Alvin. A lot of people forget that. 25. 25, and you can make a decision. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Wait till you're 25, Alvin. But we just want to say thanks, Alvin. Yeah, thank you for the question. I, I think that's the first time we've ever had a an advice-type question. And honestly, I'm a big fan. Yeah, yeah, guys. So all you guys out there, I know it's tough time, and um, I know you get low on yourselves being at home. So if you ever need just to reach out and need some friendly advice from the Juice Box gang, just don't be afraid to hit us up. You know where to find us. Yes. And you know what can turn those bad times around when you're down in the dumps? Our presents. Oh, oh, baby. Some presents. Uh-oh. Santa Tig is here. I'm very excited. Oh, baby. All right, I'm going to work on the left side of the camera here. Yeah, now I got the mic, but here we go. All right, no looking. No look. Sorry, close your eyes real quick. I'm going right? to just turn my head. Eyes Everyone are closed. Close I'm going to turn eyes. my head. They're closed. Tell us when to open them up. All right. I placed the first one kind of by Czar. JT is going to be able to kind of tell. Oh, this yeah. This wasn't greatly wrapped. That's okay. Here we go, and we have our third one here. Uh, I'm going to try to work out that pen. All right. Now, everyone, open your presents. This better be Pokemon cards. Oh, yes. Oh, baby. No way. Dude. This is the best present I've ever gotten. Dude, I'm genuinely so happy right now. So this for, is the coolest thing ever. So for everybody that's just listening, Tig listened to our episode last week. About our favorite cereal and hooked us up with the big box. A double pack. They're Each. great. Dude, I, I'm i going to smack. Take thanks, bro. Dude, I'm, I honestly want to open this right now and just have a handful. This was I very love thoughtful. Lucky very thoughtful, and I just want to kiss you. Me but too. we can't because it's Corona. Fuck it. We can kiss him. But um, thank you very much. Yeah, Tig, thank you. That's very very thoughtful, and we're so happy to have you back in the stew. Excited to be back. The old stew. But I don't know, guys. I think Can we've I, had a time. We've had a time, but I just want to go on one quick little tangent, Let's if do I it. may. I just want to say to Max Kellerman of ESPN, <laughs> you're a piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> I don't he, know what he did. He bashed. He said that nobody in the United States cares about the sport of hockey. He said that this past week and that um, there's only about 20,000 hockey fans in every big mo- metropolitan area. And the, those are all the season ticket holders. I just want to say, first of all, fuck ESPN. I'm not a big fan of ESPN. I'm not a big fan of you. I think you're a fucking no-named hack who doesn't know shit about sports. I don't think you ever probably played sports in your life. You're supposed to be a boxing guy. You went on all these tangents about Tom Brady over the past two years saying how uh, when the playoffs started, he was the worst quarterback in the whole field of playoff teams, only for him to go on and win the Super Bowl. So it just goes to show how fucking clueless you are. Let me just say that there is at least five teams in the NHL that are worth over a billion dollars. So does that say that there's only 20,000 fans in those markets? You're a fucking idiot. And I'm going to leave it at that. That's all I want to say. You're dumb. 
Max Kellerman. <laughs> R.I.P. You, you bro. want none. You want none of this shit. Well, that, I mean, that was incredible. But <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna leave it at that. So. <laughs> Th- thank you, thank you for that, Zon. I'm, I'm just mad about it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you can Good find stuff. me on Twitter and Instagram at JuiceNixon underscore. Follow the Juicebox Pod at the Juicebox Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you catch up to all episodes on Apple and Spotify. Make sure you listen to all the Tobacco Pipe episodes. And yeah. It's just been a fucking time. I'm happy to be back. Things are things are finally, at least in this world, going to become a consistent thing because this is what I look forward to weekly. So I'm just happy to be back with the boys. <laughs> you can catch me at JTNixon underscore on Instagram. That's JTNixon underscore on Instagram. And I'm on the Juicebox podcast Twitter at the Juicebox pod. PFT commenter. Hey, Come, come talk with your boys here soon. You know, I know you I know you're uh, doing some some visits to other podcasts. So come hang with your boys. But, yes. you yes. know, be a good time. Um, follow us on Facebook, the Juice Box Podcast. We are not the Diabetes, the Juice Box Podcast. You can catch me on Twitter at Tiggy Nation, T-I-G-G-Y-N-A-T-I-O-N. And on Instagram live tomorrow at Money in the Bank Tigs. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm uh, at Juice Box Czar <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you want to contact me, that's where I'm at. New episodes of Midnight Gamer, new podcast every Friday night at midnight for all your gaming-related content. Uh, new episodes of the Tobacco Pipe on Wednesdays. Yeah. Obviously, we're on Sundays. Um, the first limited run of our Juice Box shirts are now in. They are here. We are wearing them. We're going to post a picture. You're going to get to see it. It's going to be great. And we will have the information out to you very shortly on how you can order one for yourself. Okay, boys. Okay, there. Okay, boys. It's Z A R. I'm sorry, I forgot. It's okay. So, yeah, we're done. Don't hold